This is the Fertile Mindset Podcast, where we explore all the emotional aspects of fertility to support you on your path to parenthood. My name is Sarah Holland. I'm the Fertile Mindset Coach and a mother to two children after my own fertility challenges. I hope you find all the support and inspiration you need within this podcast to carry you forward on your fertility journey towards your own successful outcome. It's also my wish that through listening to these episodes, you rediscover how to enjoy life now and live it to the full while you wait for your baby. Now, let's begin today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Fertile Mindset podcast. I hope that you're well and I hope that you're finding useful support and inspiration within these podcast episodes. It can be so useful to hear somebody talking about the things that we're experiencing. It validates our experience, it shows us that we're not alone in how we're feeling and it may even give us permission to feel these emotions more fully and start to work through and beyond them. And that's what I hope for you, that by listening in each week, you are being supported on your own journey into emotional wellness and resilience, because this will be so important to you on your fertility journey. Whatever path you're taking, feeling strong and supported will make that path easier and smoother and help you keep going when you face obstacles or setbacks. Now, this episode is slightly different in that I want to tell you a little something about my own journey into the world of fertility support and what brought me to be at this point where I now have this Fertile Mindset podcast and other ways of supporting you as you try for your baby alongside all the challenges that fertility issues bring. You may have heard me mention in recent episodes that I was coming up to a special date and celebration. And a few days ago, on Sunday the 14th of February, I shared what this was. The 14th of February this year marks 20 years, two whole decades, since I took my first steps into fertility support work. Now, to celebrate this milestone, I'm holding a completely free of charge Fertile Mindset Support Circle session on the 23rd of February. These sessions are usually only within the paid membership levels of the sanctuary, so I'm really excited to be hosting a bigger support circle that is open to everyone. Now, if you already have a membership of the Fertile Mindset Sanctuary, whether that's on the free or the paid levels, a space for you has already been saved. You're going to be sent the link to join and you don't need to register. But everyone else, please go to fertilemindset.com slash support circle to register your free spot. Now this live session will be a chance to ask for support with whatever challenges you have on your fertility journey, to be guided through using EFT tapping to help you work through these challenges and to de-stress generally, or you can just listen in and soak up the support and inspiration from the session. You can show up however you wish to. There's no right or wrong. Just come along and receive support. So these support circle sessions happen twice a month for sanctuary members who are on the paid levels of membership. And this is a one-off opportunity to join a support circle for free. It's happening at 8pm UK time on Tuesday, the 23rd of February, and it won't be recorded. So if you can, clear your calendar and join us. If you don't already know EFT, then don't worry, that's fine. When you register, you'll be guided to some resources to quickly learn the basics of EFT in as 
little as 10 minutes. And of course, during the session itself, you'll be able to ask any questions you have. I'm really looking forward to spending this time with you and I hope you can make it. That page once again to register is fertilemindset.com slash support circle. So back to today's episode and what I'm going to share on this 20th anniversary of my work in the world of fertility support. First, I'm going to share how my journey into fertility support began and what I noticed so early on that changed the whole direction of the support I offer. I'm also going to touch on how my own fertility journey ran alongside my fertility support work and how this massively accelerated my learning. And also, I'll share what has happened in my 20 years of fertility support, what my main focus is now and why, and what I hope for in the next 20 years. Wow, there is a lot to pack into this episode, so let's begin. 20 years ago, on the 14th of February 2001, I opened the door to my first paying client in my brand new therapy practice. I was nervous but excited to finally be following my dream of self-employment, doing meaningful work and truly enjoying my work for the first ever time. I had got to this place at the relatively young age of 23 after leaving college three years earlier with no clear direction of what I wanted to do with my life. I knew that I wanted to find a job, any job, that would pay me enough to buy my first home with my new fiancé, who is now my husband, and he still had a couple of years left at university at the time. So I took the first job I found, which was working for a bank in their huge call centre, taking continuous calls all day long from customers, answering questions about their bank accounts, taking loan and credit card applications, and selling PPI, which is Payment Protection Insurance which from the outset I was very careful to make sure was needed before I sold it to anyone, much to my manager's annoyance when I didn't meet the PPI sales targets that I'd been set. Now, years later, the banks have been forced to pay back all this missold PPI and I feel vindicated and just a little bit smug too. So you could say I wasn't really suited to the world of banking. And for the short time I was in employed work, I worked for many different companies, but mainly in call centres, with my average stint being around three months and the shortest just five days. In 1999, I was in a particularly brain-numbing call centre job, where our team of 10 people would average under 100 calls a day. So that's less than 10 calls per person each day. And these were quick calls lasting just a couple of minutes each, logging repair requests for computers and printers. So if you've done the maths, you'll know that in my nine to five day, I was actually working for about 20 minutes. I have never known boredom like it. I would read a lot of books between those calls. I'd surf the internet, which was pretty new and exciting at the time. And I'd spend much of the day planning my upcoming wedding and also researching what else I could do as a career. So at my work desk one day, I booked myself onto a reflexology practitioner training course, which would start the week after I returned from my honeymoon in September 99. Reflexology had been the one thing that had helped me completely recover from two years of painful IBS symptoms and I was interested to learn more about it and hopefully it would give me direction into a brand new career too. So after the training, the exams and finally qualifying and after a house move to a new town and setting up a workspace in our new home and then placing an ad in the local paper, 
I took my very first client booking for the 14th of February, 2001. This first client wasn't coming for fertility support. It was back pain, I think, if I remember correctly. But within the first week of being in practice, I was receiving bookings for pregnancy and then fertility support. In our training, which had been very general and covered every area of anatomy and physiology and health and well-being, we were told that this training was just the beginning and that we should research each health condition as it came to us. So this is what I did when I was supporting couples with fertility issues or having IVF or recovering from pregnancy loss. I read tons of books, I attended fertility trainings, and I soon found myself specialising in the areas of fertility, pregnancy and birth. I didn't have any children myself or then any desire yet to have a baby, but I loved the work and I threw myself into it. It was amazing seeing positive shifts in health and well-being for the women and men who came to see me for reflexology. But the more I supported people dealing with fertility issues, the more I felt like something was missing. I felt like I was lacking the necessary skills and support to help with what I was beginning to see as one of the biggest challenges they were facing. This was the emotional struggle of fertility issues. The hour of reflexology they received from me would leave everyone I treated feeling blissfully relaxed, but I saw that every time they returned for their next appointment, their stress levels had once again rocketed sky high. The training I had received in reflexology mainly focused on the physical health and well-being, but as I became increasingly interested in emotional health and well-being, I began to develop my treatments. I learned reflexology techniques to work with the endocrine system and calm the stress response. I explored chakra work and I had a dream of creating something called emotional reflexology, although I didn't yet know what that would look like. While I researched and trained, I still felt at a loss to truly support my fertility clients with their heavy emotional baggage, and I would refer them on to counsellors, hypnotherapists, or to their doctor for the emotional work and support that they so urgently needed. And around this time, I kept hearing about a new technique called EFT, which stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. Many of my therapist friends were talking about it, claiming that it could work on any emotional issue and bring results where everything else had failed. And it did this by tapping on points on the head, face, body and hands. To say I was sceptical would be an understatement. I thought it sounded utterly ridiculous. My personal experience of emotional therapy had included months of grief counselling and many hypnotherapy sessions for my phobia of needles. Both had taken a lot of time and effort to make even a small shift, so I couldn't see how tapping on your face would make any difference at all. I wasn't willing to look into it until one day in 2003. I remember it so clearly. At the time, I was the co-chair of a local reflexologist group. I'd set up the group with a friend on the agreement that she would chair all the meetings because I didn't do public speaking (laughs) and that had been working well with me supporting the admin side of the group. But my friend was going on holiday and it was left to me to chair the next meeting and I was terrified. We had 20 to 30 members and would meet in a local hall every month to share and support, have discussions and further our knowledge and training around reflexology. The chair was an important role in the meeting and needed to organise and guide the discussions. My lifelong fear of public speaking meant that I was filled with horror. I knew that I had to do it, but I couldn't even think about it. As the date got closer, 
I was still hearing about EFT everywhere. And then one day, a leaflet promoting EFT training was posted through my door and I saw a post on an online forum for therapists offering free EFT sessions for phobias. What did I have to lose? I had a phobia, I could try this technique, and if it didn't work, I could ignore everything I was hearing about EFT and probably then also cancel the meeting because I couldn't bear to go ahead with it feeling as scared as I did. So I decided to go for it and I booked an EFT session with this guy called Jonathan who was newly qualified in EFT and offering free sessions in exchange for testimonials if the results were good. He emailed EFT tapping instructions and a diagram of where the points were and because we lived hundreds of miles apart from each other we met for the first session on the phone. This was before Zoom was available for those online meetings. I started the session feeling sceptical but trying to keep my mind as open as possible. And within 20 minutes of that first session, I felt my fear completely dissolve away. It was amazing. We had started to work on my memories of speaking to groups of people in school and college mostly because I'd refused to do it since in any workplace. And as I thought about these memories after using EFT, I felt relaxed and even wished that I could go back and give them another shot. This meant I was also feeling relaxed and even excited about chairing the reflexologist group meeting. I was amazed by how quickly this technique worked and how powerful it was. And once I'd successfully chaired the meeting, I went on to explore what else I could use EFT on. I used it on myself, I shared it with friends, and then I signed up for the professional training and started to use it with my fertility clients. And that is where my journey into fertility support really took off and led to me founding Fertile Mindset and everything that I do today. But before I jump ahead, I want to answer a common question I often get asked by clients and in interviews. Did I choose to specialise in fertility support because of my own fertility challenges? Well, yes and no, but first it was no. As I said, I started my research and support with fertility and also pregnancy and birth long before I knew I would have fertility issues. In fact, when I first began this work, I didn't know if I would ever have children, so it wasn't an area that I had any personal interest in. But it was through using EFT, working on my own fears and issues and resolving past traumas, including the story of my own birth that had instilled a deep-rooted fear about childbirth in me. And then it was through doing this work that I discovered that I did want to have a baby. And once I decided I wanted to be a mother now. Now this was in 2004 and it was at the start of a three year journey before I met my baby boy. So yes, I did have fertility issues myself. Actually, both me and my husband did. And it was because of my knowledge I'd gained through my work that it only took three years. I know it could have taken us so much longer. Now, I'd love to share my fertility story and all the learnings from it another time on this podcast. But for now, I can tell you that having had first-hand experience of what it means to have fertility issues gave me such an insight into what my clients were experiencing. I continued to support people on their fertility journeys while I navigated my own long path to motherhood myself. And I know that this massively accelerated my learnings on both the practical and emotional aspects of fertility. It was when I was on maternity leave that I created my first online resource for the fertility community. It was an ebook called Overcoming Infertility with EFT. 
Now, this book is still for sale online at the Natural Fertility Shop, and it's also within the many resources in my Fertile Mindset Sanctuary, my fertility support membership. When I returned from maternity leave, I continued to grow both my reflexology and EFT practices with a big focus on fertility. People who were local to me would come to my clinic at home and receive both reflexology and EFT. And I was also getting more and more clients for fertility EFT support through online consultations. Actually, a lot were on the phone too because not everyone had Skype and Zoom didn't even exist yet. It was the emotional support and transformation through using EFT that really interested me though. I was seeing such amazing results that were changing the whole experience of having fertility issues for so many people. I was excited about developing this much needed fertility support and reaching as many people as possible with it. But as a mum to a preschooler at the time, my time was limited and a big part of it was still used to give reflexology treatments in my busy practice. So 10 years ago, I made the big heart-wrenching decision to let go of reflexology. I was walking in London at the time with a lovely friend on a starry night. She is an EFT practitioner too, and we'd been talking about our businesses and our plans. And I shared the decision that I was making with her. I threw up my hands to the sky to release my love of reflexology up into the stars. I gave thanks to all this therapy had given me and my many clients and we both whooped and cheered and celebrated my decision. I will never forget that moment, letting go of reflexology to free up space for me to fully focus on developing my approach to using EFT for fertility support. But there was one more thing that I needed to do. I closed my diary to taking any more new reflexology appointments, but I was still receiving regular inquiries for fertility reflexology. My reputation had grown over the past few years and I realised I didn't know any other local reflexologists who were as experienced in fertility support as I was to refer these inquiries onto. So as a final goodbye to my beloved reflexology, I created a two-day training course for reflexologists to learn this information and skills to fully support their fertility clients. I ran this course many times over a couple of years, and as soon as I saw some of my students really running with all they had learned and developing their own reflexology training courses, I knew that it was time to stop. Since then, my full-time focus on fertility and EFT has led me to support many more people in one-to-one consultations, running fertility EFT workshops and online webinars, speaking at fertility conferences all over the world, and running online fertility events with audiences of up to 10,000 people. I was invited to be a member of the Alpha Zeta team holding fertility retreats in Greece and I was invited to speak about fertility issues on BBC News. One of the big projects I took on was to launch the first online summit specifically for fertility and this led to me interviewing the authors of the books I read to help me conceive my baby, my two fertility heroines, Dr Marilyn Glenville and Tony Weschler, as well as many other amazing fertility experts who I've been honoured to work alongside. My aim has always been to reach as many people as possible with effective fertility support. So this is why my focus now is on this podcast and continuing to create weekly episodes and my membership, the Fertile Mindset Sanctuary. I have a little story to share with you about how the sanctuary came to be. 
After I wrote my first ebook, Overcoming Infertility with EFT, I created a number of other online fertility support resources, short courses and programs supporting many areas of fertility. I used to sell these separately and ran short fertility support programs lasting around five weeks. However, I realised that these small tasters of fertility support were only showing people a tiny amount of what was possible. And I knew that not everyone had the budget for one-to-one support and I only had limited hours for this too. So I made the decision to gather up all the fertility support resources I'd created over the years, add in some live support and a Facebook group to provide connection and package this all into what is now the Fertile Mindset Sanctuary membership. I priced it at an affordable £29 a month and members could stay as long as they wish. There's no long-term commitment. Although I soon saw that people were staying for the long term and continuously accessing all the support they needed. And then more recently, I've added a free starter level of membership called Bud. The £29 level is now called Blossom. And I added a premium level called Bloom, which also gives an hour of one-to-one support with me included in the membership. Alongside these three membership levels to suit everyone's needs and budgets, I've also developed the sanctuary to include a pay-it-forward scheme to make the £29 level free to people who can't afford it, a tree planting scheme, which means that for every monthly payment received, a tree is planted to help protect the future of our planet for our children and our future children. And we also now send out a beautiful sanctuary wristband to every member on a paid level so that you can keep our support close by to you and be reminded how strong you truly are. I love what we've created in the Fertile Mindset Sanctuary. It's a very special place. And I know that this will continue to be my main focus as it gives such a deep level of support that I know is so needed on a fertility journey. And what will the next 20 years hold for me and my fertility support work? Well, I don't know. When I think about how much has happened and changed in the last 20 years, I can't begin to imagine what could happen given that time again. As always, I'm open to all ideas and potential. I feel that a book is there. I'd love to write a book that gives the reader the support and framework to begin their journey into emotional wellness while they wait for their baby. And I'd love to travel more once we can after COVID, have more in-person fertile mindset events, meet more people. And I'd love to see emotional support as standard alongside fertility treatment in clinics. I already work with some amazing clinics who understand and embrace emotional support for their patients. And hopefully this will be widespread in the next few years. Because when we feel emotionally strong and resilient, we can think about and go ahead with treatment more easily and comfortably. We can look at all the options to create a family clearly and calmly, and we can continue to live our lives to the full while waiting for the baby too. All of this is so important, and I look forward to continuing to support you in doing this through this podcast through the Fertile Mindset Sanctuary and also at the upcoming free support circle session, which is usually only available in the paid levels of the sanctuary. I mentioned it at the start, but I'll give you the link to register again. It's fertilemindset.com slash support circle. Register your free place on the 23rd of February support circle there and you'll be welcomed into the bud level of sanctuary membership too. 
It's free forever and you won't even need to enter any card details to join. Now, remember, if you are already a Sanctuary member on any level, free or paid, you do not need to register for the support circle next week. You are already on my list of people to send the link to for that support circle. If you have any questions about this event, the Sanctuary membership or anything at all, feel free to email me at mail at fertilemindset.com. I'd love to hear from you. And one last thing I want to mention before we finish today is that I am now on the new Clubhouse app hosting amazing fertility support rooms with live chat every week. You can find me on there at Fertile Mindset and the rooms on Mondays and Tuesdays at 7pm UK time. If you're on Clubhouse already, please find and follow me. And if you're not yet on Clubhouse and would like to be, please email me and I'll let you know how to join. It is invite only at the moment and only for iPhone as well. So contact me at mail at Fertile Mindset if you'd like to join us for some conversations and support there. Maybe I'll see you there on Clubhouse or at the support circle next week. I'm so pleased you're listening to the Fertile Mindset podcast and now I would love to invite you to join us in the Fertile Mindset Sanctuary. The Sanctuary is my fertility support membership which is focused on taking care of you and helping you enjoy your life while you wait for your baby. In the Sanctuary I'll guide you through using an amazing technique called EFT or tapping and you'll soon be feeling less stressed and more joyful. If you're not already in the sanctuary, do come and join us today because the best time to start receiving support on your fertility journey is always right now. Honestly, it makes such a difference to have good quality emotional support and techniques that you can pick up and use yourself whenever you need them. Go to fertilemindset.com slash sanctuary to join us today. I look forward to hopefully seeing you there and at the next episode of the Fertile Mindset Podcast.